This is Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. Thank you for being here. Hello, friend, and welcome back to Surviving to Thriving with Chelsea Quint. As always, so good to have you here. For this episode, my dear friend, I'm going to say that this is one you might want to grab a pen and paper and take a few notes. So keep that in mind if you want to pause and come back to this later or give it a listen and come back and take notes. It is there for you. And I break down, um, I have kind of a a bullet point version of everything I'm going to share with you and talk about in the show notes. So head over there. And as always, check out the show notes for any resources. I share things with you guys. I give you free tools and resources and extra insights and all of that magic over in the show notes. So be sure to check it out. And last thing before I get into the show is that I'm really feeling so, so, so grateful for All of the messages you guys send, I get so many emails and direct messages on Instagram and Facebook about this podcast and how it's helping you and supporting you. And so here is my ask, because here's the thing. I produce this for you. I create it for you. I record it for you. And it's one of the the ways that I love to be able to serve and serve in a way that is free and is accessible to anyone with an internet connection, which there's still, I'm working on doing the work internationally, Um, but to the best of my ability right now, this is is one of the ways that I can support anyone who doesn't have the financial resources or can't make it work right now to work with me one-on-one or to come to one of my yoga classes or to come to my events or retreats. This is my way of supporting you for free. Serving you, supporting you for free, giving you these daily doses of inspiration, of uh, tools, of practices to play with. And I love getting to do that. And I want to spread the message more. I want to spread the message more. I want anyone and everyone who needs this work, who needs these meditations to be able to access them. So there are two parts of my request. Thing one, if you have benefited from the podcast and you have not already left a review, please head over to iTunes. All you have to do is log into a free account, create a free account, do your thing. Head over to iTunes. You can go to iTunes.com. You can go to wherever, right? Or you can go listen to like just search Surviving to Thrive with Chelsea Quint iTunes in Google. You'll find it. It'll be great. Go to iTunes. Leave not just a rating, but a review. So it's not just clicking the stars, but clicking the write a review. You scroll all the way to the bottom, click the write a review link, and write a review. It can be one sentence. It can be a novel of your experience. Whatever you need it to be, that is so helpful in helping more people like you find this podcast. So if you haven't already and you can take the minute, two minutes to go get an account if you don't have one, log into your account, leave a rating and review on iTunes. Please do that. It is so helpful. Thing two, 
is when you listen to the podcast, please share it. Share it on your social media, share a link to my podcast on Facebook, tag people or email it to people who you know would benefit from the podcast. Help me continue to help you because the more people listen to this message, the more people hear the message, the more we collectively get to raise the frequency of this planet. And the reality is this planet needs all the love and all the help it can get because there's still so much scarcity programming, so much fear-based programming, so much hate that is thriving, Like, right? Really, when you think about what is thriving in the reality, in our current reality, in our current three-dimensional paradigm, what is thriving right now is fear, is lack, is separation, is inequality, is hate, is judgment. That is what is thriving in the collective right now. And things are shifting. Things are changing. Every day I see more and more people wake up. I get to work with clients who a few years ago wouldn't have even considered working with me. It's, it's fantastic. And we're, we're still fighting the good fight, guys. We are still shifting the collective consciousness. And for you... Sharing this podcast can be the action you take today. Sharing this podcast, leaving a review can be the action you take today to help to raise the frequency of this planet. Help to raise the consciousness. Yes? Feel me? All right, friends. With that, I'm going to get into the show and the topic at hand. And by the way, for everyone who's already left a review, who listens, who shares, Thank you. I love you. I see you. Tag me when you're doing it. I love you. I love you. I love you. I cannot tell you. I just, I can't tell you how much, how much joy it brings me when I see you share or see your reviews or read your thoughts. I love you. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Alignment practice. Alignment practice. So, If you're one of my clients, if you work with me or you follow me on the gram, you have seen me, heard me talk about alignment practice constantly. And in fact, I'm sure, I don't remember for sure. I don't remember, but I am sure I've talked about alignment practice on this podcast, right? And so there are a couple of things that I want to break down for you today. Thing number one which could be honestly an entirely separate episode in and of itself. But thing number one, what is alignment? What is alignment? Okay. Thing number two is what is an alignment practice and how do I create one? So I'm going to teach you my framework for building an alignment practice. This is something I share with all of my clients, which I am now gifting, paying it forward and gifting to you. Um, to help you get into alignment, manifest more easily, feel better, start your day feeling happy, all kinds of juicy and amazing results. Okay, shall we dive in? Let's go. What is alignment? Let's start there. In my humble opinion, alignment, you're, you're actually always aligned to, with something, right? You're always aligned with something. It's like the same idea that you're always practicing something, 
Whether you're in the practice of practicing scarcity, practicing lack, practicing judgment, or practicing gratitude, right? Practicing abundance, practicing your vision, right? Practicing the new version of self, practicing being your highest self. You're always practicing something and you're always in alignment with something. Now, the best way, simplest way I know to teach you how to figure out what you are currently in alignment with is to have you do a little life audit, take inventory, take stock of what is the quality of each area of your life. I'll take you through the pillars that I work with, which are your life and lifestyle, right? Your relationship to yourself, spiritual practice, your love and your legacy, right? So love is all things connection, community, legacy, all things financial situation, the impact you're making, really like the impact, influence, and income, right? Those are my zones. And so take a sec to figure out where you've been aligned to look at. How is my legacy? If you were to, bear with me on the morbid thing, if you were to drop dead today, Or if you were to today write your Wikipedia page of what you leave behind. It's a little less morbid. What would it say? How's your legacy doing? Are you making the impact you want to make? Are you leaving behind what you want to leave behind? If not, okay. You are in alignment. You have been in alignment with something that is not aligned with what you want for your life and your legacy. Does that make sense? I'm using the word aligned twice in the sentence, but if your life, your lifestyle, your finances, your legacy, your love, your relationship to yourself is not where you want it to be, then you, your frequency, your thoughts, your actions, your energy, have not been aligned with the vision you have for yourself. They have been aligned with a different program, a different vision. Does that make sense? Let me know if that makes sense. So the work of alignment, and when most of us in this personal development, spiritual coaching, entrepreneurial world talk about alignment, we're talking about alignment with what it is that you desire. Right? If you currently are living a life that is not what you want to be living, then all that means is the sort of sum total of your thoughts, words, actions over the last 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, however many years has not generally been aligned with the vision you want. You've been out of alignment with the vision you want, in alignment with something you do not want. In alignment with scarcity, in alignment with chaos, in alignment with trauma, with turmoil, whatever. Right? When we talk about alignment and when I talk about a daily alignment practice, the work is in getting you into alignment, getting your thoughts, words, actions, frequency, vibration, feelings into alignment with the vision of what you do desire. Okay? So your alignment practice is the practice that gets you in alignment with what it is that you desire. It is your daily ritual, your daily practice 
of connecting to and syncing up your frequency, vibration, feelings, thoughts, words, actions with what it is that you desire. Right? It's really, it's really about stepping into and deciding who do I want to be today? And from that place of energetically, physically deciding who you want to be today, that's where you start to act as if, that manifesting term, you act as if the version, you act as the version of you who already has accomplished the things, achieved the things, is living the legacy, all of that. It's about deciding who you want to be in this present moment. And from that place of being who you want to be, making your decisions. From that place of being who you want to be, acting as her, acting as him, making decisions and taking action and thinking the thoughts and feeling the feelings of being who you already, being who you want to be already in the present moment. Right? And so from this place, when you are aligned, you're, re- you're so connected to your future vision of what is my home going to look like? What is my life going to look like? What kind of freedom do I want to have? What kind of financial freedom do I want to have? Right? What's the number for you? I have clients who are motivated by the big numbers and by the $10,000 months and the $50,000 months and the whatever and the six figures. And I have clients who are like, you know what, dude, like 5K a month, I'm good. Amazing. Whatever it is for you is perfect. I have an episode about success coming out soon, by the way. Good shit in there. But by being focused on and in alignment with your vision of where you want your life to go, you're able to take action consistently every day toward your vision instead of getting bogged down by your current circumstances or your past experiences, right? There is beautiful value in being in the present and celebrating what is already here and noticing where there's resistance and where there's funkiness and doing the healing work that you need to do to shift that. But when you allow yourself to make decisions, think thoughts, feel feelings, only based on what you currently experience or you've experienced in the past, you'll end up recreating more of the same experience. Let that land. When you take action from a place of your current circumstance or your past stories, past situation, you just create more of the same, right? Because if you continue having the same thoughts, thinking the same things, that was the same thing, Having the same thoughts, having the same feelings, taking similar action based on what you've, own, what you've known to be true, how are you going to create something different? Versus if you start taking action from the place of your future vision of what is the version of me who already has this thing do when she starts her morning? What is the version of me who's already checked this thing off the list, who already has the freedom, who's already got the lover, who's already got the partner? How do they get dressed in the morning? How do they write in their journal? What kind of things do they say to themselves in the mirror? How do they relate to their body, to pleasure? What is their sex life like? What is their finances like? All of those things. 
if you get so tunnel visioned into like right now I don't have the money right now I don't have the partner right now I don't have the body you are feeding the negative story and not even the negative story just the story the story of lack the scarcity program the program that is not aligned with what you want feeding that story taking action from that place just makes that story bigger stronger and more deeply embedded into your body you make that story more embodied of I don't have, it's not here, I can't versus moving toward your higher vision. So what your alignment practice does is becomes a daily ritual, a daily check-in, a daily touch point of connecting to future vision, connecting to your highest self, and making sure you move forward toward your goals from a proactive, vision-based perspective. Toward your goals, toward your intentions, toward your dreams. This isn't just about checking shit off of a list. This is about living the legacy that you want. This is about having fun and bringing peace and joy and bliss into your life, into the present moment, through clarity of where you're going, clarity of your vision. Right? This is no toxic masculine goal-checking BS. This is really, what do you want? What one right action? Which can be a meditation, it can be flow, it can be play. But what one thing will you do to get closer to your goals? That is in alignment with who you are. In alignment with how you want to live, how you want to lead, how you want to love. So that is what your align that is what alignment is. That is what your alignment practice does for you. Is it gets you in alignment with your big vision from an energetic action behavior perspective. Now, what do you want your what do how do you build your alignment practice? What is in it? There are so many <laughs> trainings. I have an old training from back in like my health coaching days um, on building a morning ritual you love that is still great and an OG and my, my sense and teachings and uh, wisdom around alignment practice and daily practice and ritual has expanded. So by the way, little side, side anecdote, permission for any coaches, healers, entrepreneurs out there to evolve and change and update things as you feel inspired and called. Anyway, that felt that that needed to come through for someone. If it was you, there you go. Receive it. Permission to be exactly where you are at. Yes. All right. And then what do we want the practice to do? The way I teach alignment practice is rather than giving you a list of first you meditate, then you do this breath work, then you do this kundalini kriya, then you do this journaling, whatever. Instead of doing it that way, I teach the foundation of what your daily alignment practice needs to do, what the intention is for it, what four intentions need to be achieved to have kind of a really full, robust, rounded alignment practice. And then I'll give you some suggestions for each intention of what kind of practice can achieve the intention. Because this way, your daily practice 
gets to be created by you. It gets to be what serves you. If you have tools in your toolkit already that I don't have or don't use or don't teach, but you can see, oh, this tool that I love will actually meet that, like meet that intention. So I'm going to do that. Amazing. All of my work is about empowering you to get really clear on your intentions, have an understanding of what intentions will get what result, and feel empowered to make decisions and take action based on the intentions and the goals and the life that you want. It's about empowering you to do what you need to do and giving the knowledge and tools and insight and teaching as, I, as, as is needed. But the biggest thing is about empowering you to trust you. And that's another big thing that I see with alignment practice and with daily practice in general is so many people get caught up in the story of, ugh, I've tried so many times, but I guess I'm just not someone who can stick with things. I'm just not someone who follows through with things. I'm just not someone who stays with things. I'm just not someone who benefits from routine. And I'm going to say to all of you who say, I don't benefit from routine or structure, bullshit. Humans benefit from routine and structure. Routine and structure is the foundation that creates safety and allows you to have flow. I'm not saying structure every day of your life to the minute, but give yourself a daily check-in to clear things out, to stop, to immediately set yourself up for success and not be in reactivity Structure creates foundation, structure creates safety. Safety is a basic requirement in your nervous system. Practicing safety, practicing that. In order for you to thrive. So, debunking that one. And then for anyone who's saying, I, uh, I just can't follow through, I've tried, I can't do it, how do I do it, I don't know, ugh. Start shedding that identity because all that is, is a story that you've been telling yourself that has now become a belief that has now become an identity of I'm just someone who doesn't follow through with things. I'm just someone who can't stick with a routine. You are only that person because you've been telling that story for so long And then through telling that story, when you try to start something new, you have in the back of your mind, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to work, this isn't going to work, you're not this kind of person. It's an identity of I can't do it. So shift to that from I'm not the kind of person who blah, 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 to I used to not be the person who blah, blah, blah. I used to struggle with routine and sticking with things and holding my promises to myself. I used to be that way right? And then ask yourself, do some digging. This is a great journal prompt of why is it that your priorities are not important to you? Your commitments to yourself are not important. Why is it that your commitments to other people are sometimes more important based on the way you prioritize, right? If you make a commitment to a friend, do you follow through? Are you more likely to follow through than a commitment to yourself? If so, why? Do some digging there. 
All right, so many, so many tangents coming through, guys. Let's, let's get into the meat of the alignment practice and the intentions that I want you to take into your practice and structure your practice around, okay? So four main intentions in building a robust alignment practice. Oh, I need to yawn. Hmm. Thing number one. Do some kind of practice, ritual, exercise that helps you strengthen your intuition, your awareness, self-awareness, and your ability to observe yourself. This is about strengthening your observer self so that as you go through the rest of your day, you more quickly start to notice, oh, I'm going down a rabbit hole of comparison pause. Is this who I want to be? Is this what I want to do? You can start to observe yourself and notice when you're starting to pick a fight with your boss or a spouse or a coworker, and pause and notice, oh, I'm picking a fight right now. What is this? What am I reacting to? What's going on here? When you strengthen your ability to observe yourself, strengthen your self-awareness, you can start to really coach yourself. You can start in real time to pause and shift out of judgment, shift out of fear, shift into love, compassion, acceptance, joy, gratitude, right? So strengthening your observer self, strengthening your intuition, that will build up self-trust. It will build up your ability to lean on yourself and make intuitive choices, lean on soul decisions. And it'll strengthen your ability to act think, feel, be in alignment with who you want to be for more and more and more of the day, right? Because when you have a strong self-awareness, strong observer self, you can more quickly notice when you're out of alignment and more quickly shift back into alignment. More quickly notice when you're not feeling good, when the thoughts you're thinking, the feelings you're feeling, the things you're doing, the actions you're taking are not feeling good and are in scarcity. You notice it faster and then you can shift back into alignment, into things that feel good. Suggested practices. Silent meditation. So that you can watch your thoughts. I have a podcast episode on meditation coming up soon. (laughs) Silent meditation or mantra meditation even, but so that you can observe your thoughts and just start watching yourself, watching your discomfort, watching yourself. A physical yoga practice, right, as well, where you are not just in your head, but allowing yourself to watch yourself doing yoga. Watch what kind of thoughts, what kind of feelings come up when you enter a challenging pose, when you struggle to balance, right? Journaling is another really beautiful self-awareness building practice. Free writing, just purely free writing in your journal. Sit down, set a timer for five or ten minutes, and just write. Even if you're sitting there writing, I don't know why I'm writing, this is stupid, why am I writing, I have nothing to say, blah, 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 blah. Even if that's literally what you're writing, pen to paper for five minutes, watch yourself, watch your thoughts, right? Thing number two for your daily alignment practice is something that gets you out of your head and into your body. A practice, a ritual, an exercise that gets you out of your head 
and into your body. Now, this can be physical exercise with the note that I want you to observe when you are doing exercise. Are you sitting there thinking, 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 thinking? Are you in your head or are you fully present, feeling your muscles, feeling your thighs, feeling your glutes, feeling your whatever, abs, feeling your breath? Because it is very possible and very common to do body practices like going for a run, like being on the treadmill, like being at the gym, doing weights, even a yoga class. It is very possible to be sitting there doing the class thinking in your head. Am I doing this right? How much longer? I wonder what I'll do next. I wonder about this. Why did I say that stupid thing? I wonder if this person is texting me back. Did that client come through? Are they making their payment? How am I going to pay my bills? Oh my God, credit cards, blah, debt, panic. When you are doing body practices, are you actually embodied or are you in your head? Okay. When I recommend like a, a workout, this is part of why I like high intensity interval training because it, for me, I just also, I like short workouts because I'm like, okay, it's been 20 minutes. I'm done now. I'm bored. Something else. Entertain me. Um, unless it's a yoga class for, I don't know. I honestly love all workouts. But when I'm working out on my own, I do high-intensity interval training. Um, And I like it because it's really hard and intense. Like, go all out for the intervals and then take a little rest. My rests are almost like a little meditative, like, just breathe. I am inhaling. I am exhaling. And the high-intensity intervals are so intense that like I can't be sitting there thinking about what's coming next because I don't know about you but when I'm doing burpees I'm like oh dear god burpees okay keep going 15 more seconds okay jump squats right same thing with all of that so that's that's my two cents (laughs) that's my two cents on that other practices for getting out of your head and into your body breath work the embodiment practice that I teach all of my clients I have a guided practice available on my website. I'll share the link to it. Um, or you can just go to chelseaquint.com slash courses. Check someone, check me on that. Uh, or go to the link in the show notes to go and get my guided embodiment practice to learn what that practice is all about and have me guide you through it. Um, embodiment practice is great. Breath work is great. Free movement, like just stretching, rolling out a yoga mat or sitting on a bed or a cushion and just kind of stretching intuitively as it feels good. And it's almost like a moving meditation when you're doing that. Um, Or what is the other thing I was going to suggest? Free dance. Put on some music that you love. Create a playlist. I have a bunch of playlists on Spotify that are perfect for this. And just dance. Without care about what it looks like just be feel into what would feel good right now and what would feel good right now and how does my body want to move right now and what sound do I want to make right now and how does it want to move right now and how am I breathing right now 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 right when you are embodied you are in the present moment there is no past there is no present it is only now move in a way that feels good moment by moment by moment thing number three (laughs) is Do a practice that regulates your nervous system, gets you out of any reactivity, clears out stress, and gets you into thriving mode. (laughs) 
gets you into a calm, neutral state and out of any survival mode, right? And this is something that just, something that calms down, right? You might wake up feeling calm already. Even still, I want you to be in the practice of keeping yourself calm, of regulating your nervous system, of slowing down your breath, slowing down your heart rate, slowing down your thoughts, and allowing yourself to bring all parts of your consciousness online. Because when you're in survival mode, when you're in the heightened survival state, right, the heightened nervous system state, you're inherently more reactive. And when you're reactive, you're reacting to the world around you, you're not connected to higher vision, you're not connected to future vision, you're not connected to higher self, you are reacting to the world around you instead of proactively creating the life you want to live. So daily practice of something that regulates your nervous system, clears out stress, gets you out of reactive survival mode. That can mean breath work. I like a nice four, seven breath, inhale to a count of four, exhale to a count of seven. It can be beak breath, purse your lips, breathe out your mouth like you're breathing out through a straw, inhale through your nose, exhale like you're breathing out through a straw. Lengthening your exhales longer than your inhales will activate parasympathetic nervous system, okay? So that'll slow things down. It can also be simply belly breathing. Maybe you do some tapping in the morning. If you have my free tapping masterclass, if you've done any of my courses where I teach you tapping tools, you can do your personal peace procedure, right? All of those will help to regulate breath work, tapping, meditation as well. So that in your practice, there can be some crossover. Honestly, I would say meditation can cover like all but one of these. Meditation can cover three of the four intentions, which is one of the reasons that I do believe meditation is, meditation is a non-negotiable for me. It's kind of, if any of my clients know I hate the word should, meditation is one of the times, one of the only things that I'll be like, I do feel like everyone should meditate. That is a feeling that I have. I will use should for that. I'll make exception to my should rule. So something that regulates your nervous system, okay? Thing number four is some practice that helps you connect to your big vision. And with all of these, again, let this be a reminder. Let me remind you that the important thing is you finding the practices, tools, rituals, routines that fulfill these intentions for you. Maybe there's a different practice for each intention. Maybe there's two practices for each intention. Maybe there's one practice that covers them all. Maybe you do all the things I suggest. Maybe you do none of the things I suggest. This is about you feeling empowered to know what is right for you, to play, to discover what is right for you. And me giving you just the framework to create a practice that will nourish you, mind, body, and soul. Now I'm dropping my crystals, guys. If you heard that, that was me dropping. I'm holding all my crystals and that was me playing too much and dropping my crystals. Okay, thing number four is something that connects you to your big vision. I'm feeling that someone or someones need to hear this reminder that you don't have to be 100% clear about where you're going in order to connect to your big vision. It does not have to be like 
I see myself on this stage talking at Oprah with this book and this is the title and I work with clients and here's my job or I'm at this job and this is my title, whatever. And this is my partner and this is where we live. It doesn't have to have that much clarity, right? And so much of clarity comes through action. When I first started out my business, I didn't know that I was going to be teaching on this. I didn't know I would teach on business. I didn't know. I started out as a health coach. And before that, I started out as a yoga teacher. And before that, I was studying to be a journalist, which, by the way, very useful skills. I use a lot of my journalist training and background and PR skills in my business and my coaching now. But I didn't freaking know. How did I get clearer? I got as much clarity as I could and I took leaps. I did research. I studied things. I took action from everything I learned. That's how I got clear. And I get clearer and clearer every day. Give yourself permission to be in messy action. Okay? Because that will move you closer to your goal than waiting and waiting and planning and analyzing and waiting for it to be perfect. Okay. Daily messy action is better than irregular perfect action. I thought that was going to be a really powerful quote, guys, and maybe it resonated for someone, but it did not feel as powerful as I felt it energetically. So the words, the words failed me there. Which is okay. Sometimes the words fail us. And hopefully the energy was conveyed to you. For me, the practice of connecting to your big vision, I, I used one of two practices. Number one is for me at the end of a meditation, um, visualizing, right? So once my like little timer bell goes off, my little Tibetan singing bowls go off, um, I will sit for another couple minutes and just breathe with my eyes closed and see whatever visions come forward, right? For me, I've been practicing this for a while, so it's immediately like my brain has been trained to know like, oh, it's time to think about the future. Yay, let's play. And my brain comes up with all sorts of images. But when you're first starting out, it might be like, okay, what do I want in my life? And if that's like, I don't know, it's so hard, right? A couple of ways you can play. You can give yourself some time frames of imagine six months from now. What would things look like? Imagine if you could wave a magic wand and change anything in your life. What would you change? How would things look? What would you shift? Would you give yourself more money? Would you wipe away the credit card debt? Would you change things about your relationship, your marriage, your sex life? Call in a partner? Change a relationship to a family member or a friend? create a certain kind of business or offer or have a certain kind of impact, what would you have? What would you create? And if all of that feels stuck, then focus on how, and actually, either way, either way, no matter what, think about how you want to feel. Visualize, connect to how you want to feel. How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? Energized, excited, alive, grateful, happy, at peace, free. How do you want to feel when you go to bed at night? Like that last feeling, last thought before you go to sleep. By focusing first on how you want to feel and then asking yourself, 
in terms of the action piece. What can I do that makes me feel that way? What's one action I can take today toward making me feel that way? That's how you can get into action and get even more clarity. In terms of connecting to your big vision, though, the biggest thing is focusing on how does it feel to have the things I already, to already have the things, be the things, have done the things that I desire. How will it feel when you are living your dream life? When you have the dream love in your relationships, all relationships are as exactly as you want. You're nourished by community. You're nourished by a lover, a partner. When you're nourished by the legacy you get to live, the legacy you get to leave, how will all of that feel? Connect to that. Let yourself daydream. Maybe you see images. Maybe you just see feelings. Maybe you say words to yourself in your mind or out loud. And then the other practice for me is writing this all out in a journal. So I'll either visualize it in my head or do it in a journal and write out. It's basically like, how does life get to work for me? And I write out in the present tense, life is so good. I wake up every single morning and I feel so fulfilled and grateful. My work is so nourishing. I have the most perfect clients. I have the most dream clients. And I am just so in love with my life. My apartment is gorgeous and I love it. And we have this beautiful balcony and so much greenery in the apartment. And I love the amount of time I get to spend with my husband. Things are so amazing. We have these amazing adventures and date nights every week. We're traveling so much and feeling so supported and getting to bring our cats with us every time we travel. And we get to travel in the way that we love with freedom and flexibility. And my business supports us financially so that my husband can be starting his restaurant and his business and his dreams. Like that's the practice right there. You see how I started to get like, you can start to get lost in it of like, oh my God, and things are so good. And then money's good. And then sex is good. And then marriage is good. And relationship is good. And then business is good. And we travel and there's adventure and freedom. Like those are my things. Those don't have to be your things. Yours could be different. Yours could have kids involved or family involved or seeing friends or whatever. How good does life get to look for you? How good does life get to be? That is where you get to play. Spend, I would say, three to five minutes feeling the feelings, writing the things, getting yourself into this rampage of how good life gets to be. And then take a few moments after all of these practices to check in, what action can I take today to get me closer to my vision? Write it out, schedule it, do it, and then get on with your day. Make sure you either do the thing to get move yourself forward or schedule the thing to move yourself forward so that you make sure that your priorities moving toward your goals happen first before you react to anyone else's demands for your time. Before, before even you show up for your clients. Because when you continue to move forward, you continue to move forward for them, right? So this happens before you support your clients so you can be in alignment, so you can be in highest service to them. This happens before you open your inbox. This happens before you open Instagram. This happens before you open your emails or text messages or anything. This happens first. 
And then you know that if nothing else, imagine the feeling of knowing every single day this week you worked toward your goals, even if it was one step. How good would that feel? So to recap, the steps are, that not the steps, the intentions for you to create your practice around are do something that strengthens your observer self, self-awareness, your intuition. Do something that gets you out of your head and into your body, some kind of embodiment practice. Something that regulates your nervous system so you don't start your day off in reactive survival mode. And something to connect you to your big vision. And that's it. Notice how you feel after you do this. After you set up your practice, after you go through your practice, how do you feel? How are your days different? And really take inventory, take stock, continue to observe yourself, use your fancy new observer self muscles to feel into it. That is what I have for you guys today. My last invitation is that if you put together your daily alignment practice, I would love, 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 love to see it, to hear how it's going. If you share any of it, share what you're doing, share any videos on your practice or on your social media, excuse me, of your practice on your social media, share it with me, let me know, tag me all the things so that I can support you and celebrate you in your newfound alignment practice. This is the foundation building a practice of embodied vision, moving forward, self-trust. That's the foundation of everything I teach. It helps you feel safe. It helps you be less reactive. It helps you make a daily practice of getting out of survival mode. It gives you more information around what needs to be healed. It helps you discover your blocks And it helps you shift into the energy of what you want to feel, how you want to live, who you want to be every single day. If you do nothing other than start a daily alignment practice, it will change your life. It will make manifestation easier. It will make finding love easier. It will make relationships easier. It will make everything better. So if that's not incentive enough, I don't know what is. Try this out. Let me know how it goes. Send me your questions. Send me your thoughts. Let me know when you are listening. And thank you as always for being here. I love you so very much. And I'm just so grateful to get to share this and do this work. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my world. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Survivor to Thriver with Chelsea Quint. I am so grateful that you did. Please go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast now if you're not already subscribed. And go ahead and share this episode, especially if it resonated with you. Share it across social media or with someone who you know would benefit. Stay tuned for more episodes as well as guided practices every single week. 
And as always, let me know what you think by following me on Instagram at chelsea.quint or sending in a voice note so that you can get some guidance, some feedback, and some insight on one of the next episodes. Have a great rest of your day. I'm sending you so much love.